Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Bagger and Viv Fancy a Brew. I'm the Vivian. And I'm Bagger Trip. And this is the podcast where we talk about everything from drag to pop culture and basically talking some shite. This week's episode, we are talking YouTube channels, social distancing and tour live. Now, Miss Chips, how are you? We are still in full lockdown with no kind of end on the horizon. How are you coping? Oh, my God. Well, I'm just missing it all. I'm missing getting shit-faced, partying. You know what I mean? Just meeting my public. You don't drink, do you? I don't drink fucking water. Put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) You've been keeping busy, though. You were on live live for, God, at least an hour and a half with Tiara the other night. Yeah, Tiara from Liverpool. Absolutely amazing queen. Do a little interview about, like, drag race and life after drag race. And I was like, yeah, I'd love to. And it just, the time just flew by because we were just having a good old chin wag. Do you not feel like sometimes it's, change things up with questions you know it's always like who who are your friends after the show or you know what was your favorite challenge and you sometimes just want to talk about something else so you know i suppose it comes part and parcel with with the job and and being on drag race but hey we are drag queens and uh, i suppose we're talking about drag now so we all ask the same questions if i was a i don't know a journalist or something i'd want to get the dirt you know what i mean i'd I'd ask questions that nobody else would be asking so i'd be like oh when did you last um i don't know when did you last take it up the arse or have you ever been in trouble with the law and you know what i mean (laughs) you know that there's a i think there's boundaries with interviews and i think that's always good to have your publicist on the line with you and bbc are great with that Uh, but you know those questions you know, maybe you've had, you know, something a bit controversial in the past few months or maybe you've had words with people. You know, I, I always think it's such an eye roll when somebody brings that up because they know what they're doing. They're putting you in that place. How yeah. do you deal with that? Well, oh, my God, I was at the Pride of Britain Awards the one uh, the, yeah. the, this year. I think it was no, last year. And it was just Drag Race had just been on, like, it was, a, I think we were about episode three or four, so much better and all that was out. <laughs> I couldn't believe it because I had so much attention. They were like, oh, Drag Race, because it was really huge when it was like the adverts and stuff. Yeah. And um, oh, I felt like Lady Diana because I was on the red carpet and um, I had my agent with me and he was like, he said to the person, you can ask about Drag Race, but don't ask um, where people have come and stuff because it's still being aired. And then the next thing you know, he's asking like, re- you know what I mean? Oh, bagger, we've found tweets from this and with da da da. And I, I was like, I was very Diana. I said, I'm here to sp- I'm here to talk about the amazing people at tonight's tonight's awards. People, <laughs> people who've won awards for being amazing members of Great Britain. I'm not here for me. And walked off. <laughs> <laughs> you just brought up a really interesting point about tweets from the past. To use Jeffrey Star for an example. Um, you know, there was tweets from years ago. And Dahlia Sin as well from um, this season. People have said stuff years ago when we were living in different times. Yeah, I think they were always offensive, but they just weren't things back then that weren't as, as offensive until you look back now and go, oh, my God. So, you know, where is the line where you've got to forgive people and realise that people have changed? Where is the line where you've got to take the apology and realise that they're not that person anymore or that they didn't mean any harm by it back then? And If people were using you know what I mean, racial or homophobic language in tweets, then I can understand, you know what I mean? Cause, yeah. And when they say, oh, I was young, and you're like, girl, you was like 30, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, for example, like, um, years ago, I think it was like 2000, and, oh, my God, 
bloody, I don't know, 13, 14. And, you know, she, bloody, what's her name? Katie Hopkins. Oh, awful woman. Well, she was on Big Brother and she was on it with Michelle and all this. And back then, she just, I think she'd won The Apprentice and all that. And I think the most offensive thing she'd ever said was, I hate children's names that, or ginger children, you know what I mean? And I was just like, <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, oh, she's a camp cow. You know what I mean? She's bloody horrible, but she's camp. And then the very second she started spouting all that hate shit, I've, I've had her blocked for about five years. You know what I mean? So it's like <laughs> Donald Trump, for example. I'm not going to lie. When, um, years and years and years ago, I'd watch The Celebrity Apprentice. I thought it was an entertaining programme. Because not not genuinely just because of him, because of the people on it. And I like to see how they're doing in business. I think you've had people like Latoya Jackson on it, Joan Rivers, all that. But now I wouldn't watch anything with him on it. You know what I mean? It's... Yeah. Well, I've made quite the career out of um, Donald Trump. But that's another thing. Like, and again, with you, with Maggie Thatcher, because we did those people on a game show, the way I saw me doing Donald Trump on Snatch Game, and probably you were the same doing Margaret Thatcher, Pretty much everything I said on Snatch Game, he said himself, which just shows how much of a lunatic he is. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean that I support the man. It doesn't mean that you ever supported Maggie Thatcher. It was us. It was, you know, using comedy to bring those people down and and make them look even more stupid. So if if you think that we were serious in doing those characters, the joke's on you. <laughs> the reason we probably pl- we played them for me anyway, I played Margaret Thatcher. Is look, politics aside, they were they are characters isn't they and you can just really am them up so like with donald trump you can go bright orange and you can just be like <laughs> if people thought i was um glamorizing margaret thatcher they're stupid i had fucking red contact lenses in and looked like the devil you know what i mean i hate to call him famous but he is he's, he's one of the most famous people in the world right now you can't turn on a tv without seeing him so for me to do it it was going to make headlines it was going to you know and win the challenge so well it's not just just like it's it's acting you know what i mean if you're an actor and someone says oh play ted bundy they don't agree with it they're, they're playing a character you know what I mean? And especially, and as an impressionist, you know, me and you both do voices of loads of people. All impressionists kind of, you do stuff that's current. You see an, an impressionist on Britain's Got Talent. They're the people they're doing, Boris Johnson, Donald Trump, you know, it, and yeah. so that's what you do. And it's just, I think it's always going to be like that. Yeah, but like you said, on, on Drag Race, it's, you know what I mean? It's acting you've had, you had, um, who, was, uh, who was it? You had... Um... Aquaria did Melania. Melania. You had Kim Chi, who played, was it? Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I I like to put my teeth into a roll. Oh, I bet you do, dear. Well, it's well, <laughs> a, a fucking bacon roll. If you had to do Snatch Game again tomorrow, who would you do? Oh, Jesus. I've learned to do someone global. I know, like, a lot of kids wouldn't know who Margaret Thatcher is, but a lot of people would have. And, like, you've only got to watch The Iron Lady, Meryl Streep, you know what I mean? Oh, amazing. But probably someone like Marjorie Dawes from Little Britain. Yeah. Or, or um, anybody? No, that's... Um, <laughs> or yeah, or even Pauline from League of Gentlemen. You know what I mean? You don't. Oh, Pauline's pens. Pens, pens. Chag me with a pen. For my um, my audition, um, I think I sent in three. I was either going to do Joanna Lumley as Patsy Stone, um, or Jennifer Coolidge. She's globally known. Everybody's watched Legally Blonde and everything. So if you and um, American Pie. 
So if you did um, um, Jennifer Coolidge, that the, the fans would just... Hello, girls. It's so great to be at Snatch Game. Fourth of July. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love, love to do it with the big old tits, the huge lips, prosthetic lips, everything. Uh, so, yeah, that would be fun. I was surprised it took 10 seasons to get bloody Liza Minnelli on it because I thought, I think Liza's probably the most craziest campist woman ever... Oh my God! You're totally, totally terrific. Well, that's an, another great one. Judy Garland, um, Bette Midler, Meryl Streep. There's, you know, these huge. There's so these such big characters that haven't been done yet. Goldie Horn in First Wives Club. Oh, she'd be great. If you did Bette Midler, you could do a bit of Ocus Pocus, and then you could do um, First Wives Clubs when she's like. Guns and Roses? You know what I mean? Oh, I love that. <laughs> who, do you, who do you think we're going to see on season two, uh, Snatch Game-wise? For the, all the Americans and global people watching, um, in, a, in Britain, we have quite a lot of characters that you probably have never heard of. We, we, we have some amazing television. And it's the same in America. When I went to New York, I was watching the TV and I was like, I've never seen this before, like doctor dramas and all this. Yeah, I think in this country, you're going to see a few soap stars, you know what I mean? You might see Peggy Mitchell, Pat Butcher, Cat Slater. Um, I'd love to see someone do Sharon Watts. That'd be amazing. But, um, <laughs> like, if you're going to do it, you've got to do it the best. You've got to do... You can't... Like, I, I wouldn't go on Snatch Game as Melania Trump. Yeah. Because, because I've seen it done, and I don't think I'd be able to do it as good as that. Well, you never know. There might be one of these new queens that might sweep up and take our Snatch Game crowd. Well, there's going to be someone, isn't there? Do you think what, Do yeah. you think we'd get another double win ever? I think it peaked with our Snatch Game. So <laughs> it's going to be very, very hard to get someone. But, um, yeah, I, there's all kinds of people. Like, you've got pop stars, didn't you, in this country? I think someone, if, if someone did someone like Ryland, that'd be amazing, you know what I mean? That'd be camp, yeah. The, the teeth, tan, black hair, and be like, you're right, it's my Ryland, you're right, mate. And all oh, Dale, Dale Winton, that'd be camp. Go down the aisles. Alan <laughs> Carr. These are all men, but like you said, there's yeah. so many good characters. If they're very clever, because like I said, I think filming stopped, hasn't it? It's stopped because of the coronavirus. Yeah, I think that's common knowledge now, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's just common knowledge. And So they're obviously going to go back to the workroom when they're allowed to. And um, I think if they haven't already filmed Snatch Game, I think they'd, someone would be absolutely mad not to do either Joe Exotic or Carol Baskin. Oh, get, yeah, they've, they've got to, got to. Yeah, in there first, because believe me, when the American series starts filming again, someone is going to do that. So if I had the opportunity, I'd be like, right, let's do Carol Baskin down at Cat Rescue and all this. And hello, you crazy cats. And my husband, you, you know what I mean? You could bring an hand from under the table, dude. Oh, that's my husband. Do you know what I mean? Like When you think about it, the, the new queens on season two, because, you know, I think everyone knows now fil filming stopped. They get the, 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 I don't know if, when they know they're going to go back. They have got such an upper hand because, yeah. the, you know, they've been in the workroom, they've been with the girls, they know their competition. I doubt they'll be allowed to take new costumes in. Um, yeah, I, I think they'll be searched. While they've been away, uh, they've, been, they've been on social media and they've looked at these, their, their competition and they've seen what they've got. Because when, when we were on it, you, have no, you don't even have time to think, never mind, have a break. We were in that pressure cooker and I, I think it's an advantage that they've, they've, they've basically had an holiday from it. You know what I mean? It's, they've halved it. If, say me and you filmed another season tomorrow and filming stopped mid-season, oh, I, think, I, I think I'd crack up. I don't think I'd ever want that break in the middle. No. Because you know what it's like when you're in there. You're so your head's so so in the game. I don't think I'd want to 
come bring myself out of that competition environment. I just want to keep going till the yeah. end. Yeah, because and especially with this coronavirus, this this could fuck your head up mentally. Like you've just I don't know, you've been in your 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 house for months. You could go back to the competition with a totally different brain and be like, oh, I'm I'm a bit down and all this. If these queens are saying oh, we're not looking on each other's social media. I'd be like, you lying little bastard. Bullshit. Bullshit, Vivian. Bullshit. Bullshit. Uh, Talking of corona, I don't want to talk too much about coronavirus, but um, we have had news yesterday that social distancing, it was quite a throwaway comment on the news bulletin, um, and I think a lot of people have got really upset by it, that the social distancing is going to go into 2021, which means that nightclubs, bars, restaurants, concerts and everything will not be happening. And we are basically out of work until 2021. So how are you feeling after that news? What is your kind of game plan for making money? What do we do as drag queens? And what are you going to do? Because I am certainly at that point now where I know how much money I've got in the bank. I don't know. When does this all end you know, obviously it can't end until the virus is under control and it's so important that we do social distance and not get back to normal <laughs> sooner than we should. But it's just so bloody scary. It's absolutely heartbreaking, I'm not going to lie. You know what I mean? And, yeah, people need to be safe. The number one priority is to save lives, save the NHS and, set, you know what I mean? And, and we've got to stay away from it, Trevor, if, if the virus is still out there being being contagious as it is. But if it's true what they that, what they were saying, and it's going to be next year, a lot of businesses are going to be shut. I know it sounds horrible. A lot of bars are going to be shut. I mean, look at Primark's a perfect example. Overnight, they've gone from making millions of pounds a week to zero. It's true. You've never, you've never, I've never seen an empty Primark in my life. If you, if we've ever gone to Primark, you're in the queue for at least twenty minutes, didn't you? Oh yeah. But I genuinely don't now know how they're going to keep it off till next year i just can't see it myself because lives matter and everything but the the economy and the the world will financially crash where they won't even have enough money to get your bins emptied and you you need to fund the nhs and you need you need to pay carers and our taxes pay to keep the country afloat and if no one's working they can't pay taxes so there is going to be a point where the government are going like, right, we've got no money now. You know what I mean? We, we need to open up. You know what I mean? Well, that's it. it we'll, we'll never be seen as essential, you know, as, as, a, as, a, as a, an essential service. Going to the theatre is not an essential thing. Um, so that just puts our jobs at such risk. And... But the thing is, the entertainment industry, like television and the theatre, that it makes billions a year, you know what I mean? To the economy, like to... You know what I mean? To it raises so much money. Like you said, it may not be a necessity, but entertainment, performance, art, it helps people a lot of people's well-being and men- mental state. We can't be like vegetables and just sit in our houses. And you, people do need to be entertained. You know what I mean? They need yeah. a, re- a, a escape. Anyway, we're going to get through it one way or the other. So let's talk about something a little more lighthearted now. I'll, I'll see you next year, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and now, a word from World of Wonder 
and season 11 sisters, Vanjie and Silky from Self Isolation. So what's the word on the curve? What's the word on the curve? You tell me what's the word on the curve. What's the word on the curve? I got up up early to hear what's the word on the curve. Do you know what the word on the curve is? I know what the word on the curve is. What's the word on the curve? The word on the curve. The word on the curve. On the curve. Of the curve. On the curve. Curve. Curve that whole word on the curve. Word on the curve. Not word on the street. Word on the curve. The curve. Available every Friday where podcasts are available. Friday for all the podcast freaks, freakily Friday night. Friday, Friday, yeah. Listen now wherever you get yours. Let's talk YouTube channels. Now, one of my favorite things to do is get on the telly um, because we get YouTube on the telly and I love to flip through YouTube. And my favorite channels are Jakey on the side. I love keeping up on the drama. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love theme park history because I'm a massive theme park nerd like you. We might have touched on this before. But um, yeah, I love it. I've just bought a virtual reality headset as well. So I can sit on my couch and put in my, slot my phone into the headset and go on the Jurassic Park ride at least four times a day. <laughs> uh, what are your favourite YouTube channels? God, I'm, I'm an old woman, me, mate. I like to watch, um, show the interviews on this morning. So I, oh, when they kick off. Yeah, so I like watching when Kim Woodburn and Philip Schofield were at each other. When Kim Woodburn and the loose women were kicking off at each other. Um, I like the, um, I've been having sex with a ghost every night for the last 10 years. <laughs> oh my God, let's talk about that interview that happened with Kim Woodburn. I watched that back at least once a month and still to this day, it was so shocking and, you know. No common one. Oh my God, it was just her, and it's so awkward to watch and so uncomfortable to watch because they got her on that show to bully her. You know, it was, yeah. it, it was what, five against one? To hear them speak, you'd think, oh, we're, we're lovely women. We're, 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 you know what I mean? We're, 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 we're being nice. At the end of the day, yeah, you, you might be nice women, but at the end of the day, you, you could see there was one person and there was like four or five of you. And even though, she, even, if, even if she was in the wrong, you know what I mean? It was just very, what Kim would say, very gang-handed. And I know a few of the loose women, and they're the most loveliest women I've ever met. Denise Welch, for for example. Yeah. Absolutely. Look, she wasn't on it. I think she would have stepped in herself because she, she's an advocate for mental health. Yeah. And, um, who else? Stacey Solomon. Is Sherry Houston a, a loose woman as well? I don't know if she still is, but she was. And she, I think yeah, she... Yeah, I love Sherry. I did Porn Idol with Sherry Houston. <laughs> um, I, I think it, and I've met Linda Robson, and Linda Robson is absolutely lovely as well. I just think it's because obviously Colleen Nolan's always on that show, isn't she? And yeah, uh, she she brought a sister for backup, basically. It was just com- it was just certain comments like oh, they, it was it was a talking under their breath, yeah, you know, yeah. A constant little thing, and you, <laughs> something a bit awkward happened actually because I think we were at the NTAs and um, oh, a, God. A, a reporter, for, I can't remember which newspaper it was, um, but they said you know. I think knowing that I was such good friends with Kim Woodburn, that's probably what prompted them. Um, but they I said, would you, ever, would you ever do Loose Women? And I said, no, not a chance in hell, because I'm very good friends with Kim. Now, a week later, my manager phoned me and said, Loose Women want you on the show. And I just said, listen, we'll have to decline it, because A, I don't want to, and B, 
I've done an interview with the magazine and it might come out. Well, two days later, it was all over the newspapers. Uh, Vivian said she'd never go on Loose Women. And you know what? I still wouldn't. I stand by that Kim Woodbert, you know, she's such a good friend. And, you know, I'd never I'd never want to do that. You know, like I said, it's so uncomfortable to watch that interview. To hear him speak, they're like, oh, I, I haven't done anything wrong. We, we, we're the ones that were, she attacked us and all that, and we're lovely women and all this. No, if you watch it, they're, they're, like you said, they're muttering under their breath. And they were saying little, like her sister was saying stuff like, what was it? What are you famous for? You've got no talent. You've got no yeah, talent. Yeah, just, just, just a cleaner. When Kim was talking about her childhood... And then when Lynn, when um, Colleen muttered under a breath, she went, yeah, we know, we know. I was like, yeah. wow, that, that was really just too much. Because if you read Kim's book, she, she's had a very hard life, you know what I mean? She's just got her barriers up and she's just, she's been through that much shit. She's just a strong person. And if she, she don't, she don't take nonsense. If you, she, she'll tell you, she'll say, sorry, I'm too old and lung in the tough to take up with your shit, you know what I mean? And when she said, oh, you've got no talent, you've got no talent, I'm like... Love, you're not exactly Whitney Houston, you know what I mean? You, you, were, you were a backing singer for your sister. But the fact that Janet Shreveport was dressed as a judge, um, I mean, it, it was just a complete setup. So, sorry that happened to you, Kim, but we've got your backs. <laughs> yeah. If it was, like like I said, um, Denise Welsh, Stacey Solomon, and the ones who I'd like, you know what I mean? But I would, I'd never go on with Colleen, never. No, me neither. So let's um, do a little, we do this every week. We have got a question. Twitter question. And I've been asking, what have you been doing to keep sane during lockdown? We had so many replies and responses. So we've got a couple here on the phone. Um, This is from Ruffles the Clown. I don't have a clue what the name is, but it's Ruffles the Clown on Twitter. Bianca Del Rio. Um, and this person, I don't know their gender or anything else, so I'm just going to call them this person. Watching all my favourite drag queens and entertainers online whilst I'm stuck in the Canaries. Now, I think I'd probably rather be stuck in the Canaries so I can get a bit of a tan. Mm. Someone else called Amy has said, eating more, eating some more, and then eating a lot more. Everyone's complaining that they've been putting on weight during this lockdown. I have lost, drum roll, a stone. Fucking hell. Don't get me wrong, I'm still not thin. But I, this is the first time, I think I'm 15 stone 12. And I think I was just under 17 stone this time, like last month. So it's, it's dropping off, Miguel. <laughs> How are you doing? Are you eating everything in the house? Total opposite. I've become a really big, fat bastard. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm literally just eating. Because there's fuck all, I'm comfort eating because... I'm, I'm eating out of boredom, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I've got that cheesecake in the fridge, you know what I mean? Let's have that. Yeah, I'm sat on my arse. When you've got nothing to do, you, you just, you know, I mean, I'm just watching te- a lot of television. So when I was on tour and stuff, I was always on my feet because I was doing it every day. So I was like, right, at least I'm performing every night, burning the calories. Yeah. But, but it's a bit of a it's a bit of a double-ended sword because I've probably had like three drinks in nearly two months, you know what I mean? Like a pink gin and lemonade, you don't realise how much bloody fat and calories is in that. Yeah, well, I didn't know how much sugar was in bloody tonic water. I thought it was just, <laughs> I thought it was just water. And they said, no, tonic, it's like, oh, I know, I'm, when, when when this is all over, I'm, yeah, we're going to be painting the tone every colour. <laughs> Someone else on Twitter, Sovereign Sire, has got a virtual personal trainer to work out with every day. Keeps me from getting stir crazy, and I'm also training for the apocalypse 
when rival gangs will be fighting over toilet paper and tampons. <laughs> oh, yes, we've got to get those tampons. <laughs> How are the shops around your way? Because in Liverpool, I think the first week of lockdown, you know, when everyone went crazy and started bulk buying and all, you couldn't get all the toilet roll. We we go to the shop about once a week and it's, it's completely, it's not gone back to normal. Obviously, there's queues and still social distancing. Yeah, like you said, I think it was just that panic at the beginning. But now... Um... Well, the shops I go to anyway, uh, go to Waitrex. So, <laughs> <laughs> the shops I go to, you're only allowed certain items. So, like, if you're buying a bag of frozen vegetables, you can only have, like, do you like the kilo bag? Yeah. You can only have, like, two of them. And toilet roll, I think you're only allowed a maximum of, like, two of the big ones, you know what I mean? What if you've got yeah. the shits? Well, it's just heartbreak. Like, when, when I, I saw a picture when this was all kicking off, and it was a, a picture of, a, like, an elderly lady. I mean, she must have been in her 80s. And she was just in the aisle looking for, I think it was toilet roll, and there was none. And I was like, you know what I mean? We should be giving that to the most vulnerable and the people who need it. Karen from bloody Halifax don't need 50 bog rolls to last her, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> it's heartbreaking, you know what I mean? I don't want elderly people who live on their own to be wiping their arse with their hands, you know what I mean? I know we're in tough times and, yeah, people need stuff, but also help your neighbours and help the elderly and make sure, you know what I mean? There's enough for everyone. I think the, the biggest thing we can do as well, and forgetting is probably the easiest thing we can do, is just pick the phone up and, you know, phone your nan, phone your mum, phone your dad. And just even if it's a text or a WhatsApp, just remember your, your phone is is the most handy piece of equipment that we could ever have. And I think it's not until now that the world has gone crazy that we've realised how important technology is. I mean, look at what we're, we're sat down doing now—a podcast. I'm in Liverpool. You're in Birmingham. Um, Steve, our lovely producer, is in LA. It's it's just crazy how well that we've embrace the technology online drag shows podcasts just doing this crazy stuff people are doing full-on shows from the living room so it's so good that we've got this technology sometimes technology can be the worst thing for us but i think this at this time it's been, it's been the best thing and i think it's really kept everyone sane people have gone mad for tiktok tiktok must be bloody running to the bank <laughs> yeah oh my god well, it has come to that part of the show where we are running out of time. So, Miss Chips, do you have a final thought for the week for our lovely listeners? Phone your granny or I'll smack your fanny. <laughs> Phone your granny or I'll smack your fanny. I think that's the best piece of advice I've heard all month. Everybody at home, thank you so much for joining in too. Bagger and Vivian fancy a brew. I've been Vivian. And I've been Bagger Chips much better. <laughs> Do not forget to subscribe, rate, review and comment. Share with your friends. Bagger and Viv have just had a brew. We've sipped all the tea and now I'm gagging for a ciggy or summer. Oh, me too. We'll see you next time. Get that kettle boiling, girl. <laughs> Bye. Bye.